It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, welcome to the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Bet just $1 on any NFL game this week. And get $100 in free bets when a team scores one or more point. I like the odds of that. Use that promo code PHNX. I'm joined with Brittany Boyer, as always. Brittany, how are we feeling on this fine Tuesday? I'm feeling great. Big yeah. game tonight for baseball, so I have to uh, rep the Yankees yeah, in that rivalry. I'm so but, you know, card. other than that, it's a pretty cool Tuesday. It was a weird Tuesday. It, like, randomly rained out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure I ate, like, half of a rotten sandwich yeah, today, that. and I'm going to die from Jimmy John's. Like, I was sitting in here preparing. Went to get pizza. Yeah. Pizza place was closed. So I'm like, all right, got to go back to the office. Go to Jimmy John's real quick across the street. Come back. I'm, like, sitting here eating my sandwich. Like, take a couple bites. All of a sudden, I bite into it. And I'm like, this bite does not taste the same as the last bite. And I, like, open it up and look at the meat. And the turkey is half a different color. It's, like, changing color. And I'm like... I, uh, Gerald yeah. walked in. I go, do you know anything about deli yeah, meats? I heard and that he from just room, looked at me so and I was like, I don't think that this is good anymore. So, yeah. you know, it's been a weird Tuesday, but hey. It's good to have a, a, a resident deli meat man in, right? our, in our office in Gerald Bourget. Um, so let's get into it. Let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, Stanford um, and what we're kind of expecting. We'll yeah. get to how bad their mascot is later on the show. Um, trust me, we'll, we'll address the, I the tree in the room. Wait. <laughs> um, I cannot wait. Did you know? Um, that they sometimes, I think every year they change the type of tree it is. It doesn't matter because it's still ugly like no matter a, what. They had a weeping willow exactly in there. The same. It still looks ugly and like a huge dancing Christmas tree. I like that the just idea. Is like, ha- it literally looks, I can't, I can't. We can't even talk about this right now because I'm going to go on a tangent. We got to come <laughs> yeah. back to this later. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get to it later. Um, so do you want to, do you want, do you want to hit uh, some Herm stuff first? Yeah, we can touch on some stuff Herm said leading up to this game. You know, he talked about the fact that Stanford is a silent yet sound team mm-hmm. leading into this week. You know, um, yesterday was uh, the only media availability he had this week. They had Antonio Pierce talk a little bit today. I didn't get out there. I had to go find out. I got to keep this stupid <laughs> boot on again for another four weeks. Um, so I didn't what'd your, necessarily... What did your doctor say when you... <laughs> Yeah, it's really, really comforting when you walk in and your doctor looks at you and you're like sitting there. Or I should say they walk in and you're sitting there and they say, man, you really messed your ankle up. And it's just like, gee, thank you. I know. And then they let you know that because you're a gymnast, like by the time you're your mother's age, like you're going to feel it. And it's just like, <laughs> thanks. I like the idea of you walking in and your doctor sitting down, though. Right. <laughs> That's what you said uh, I know, right? originally. That'd be so funny. Walk in Except and like, roles reverse. <laughs> but yeah. So I didn't make it out to practice today. And that was their only viewing um, for getting to see the team on the field this week. So I didn't get to see any of that. But I did get to Herm's presser yesterday, which I felt was important. Um, the vibe in terms of the energy in the room seemed very, very high. It seemed very good. They seemed focused. We um, love when vibes were high. 
We really do. We really do. Because like I said last week, the vibe around AC was a little bit weird um, when I was there last mm. week with some stuff. Uh, it was a little bit uncertain leading into this game. They knew it was a big game. There was a lot of implications on the line. And um, it really, I felt like that was a defining moment for the team yeah, and then turnaround game yeah for sure. and the, but and he knows it and um he talked about th- their uh, their need to come back and stay just as focused and do what they need to do in practice this week and start preparing and just put the win in the back of their mind tuck it away and and move on you know the whole one game at a time the only game you can win is the one right in front of you so don't look past stanford to utah um or to the bye or anything past that with usc only look at stanford and what's ahead. And I think that they did a really, really good job of that in the game against UCLA. And it shows because at the half it was close. And instead of looking forward and, you know, not paying attention to the game that they're in and worrying too much about, like, what the potential outcome might be and all yeah. that, they just buckled down and they got the job done. And, and that do? was it. They took it one game at a time they like did. we were talking about yesterday. It's, mm-hmm. like it's, it's a one game at a time mentality that the Sun Devils team needs to have. Um, frankly, I think that... Every sport at ASU needs to have that mentality because that's a problem with Sun Devil basketball as well, which we'll touch on later in the show. Mm-hmm. But the one game at a time mentality going into Pasadena, I mean, it was it was evident. They, they, they showed that they were they prepared strictly for this game and there wasn't really anything else that they were thinking about except for securing that win. And they did it in a pretty great fashion. They did. And the, the, the thing about this win, too, that made it, um, I think, a little bit different from wins and Herm Edwards' past um time with asu is that there were other situations and circumstances um that kind of had some red flags around them where people were uncertain and in years past asu would not have probably come Mm. out and done what they did against ucla and this year they were able to come out and prove the noise and all of the other excess stuff that's happening on the outside didn't make a difference when they got onto the field. They were able to completely just put that to the side and play the game and stay focused on the job they needed to do for those 60 minutes that was on the clock. Yeah, I um, the one thing that I really hope that this ASU team can continue to do is be able to interchange those running backs like we've been kind of talking about, and that goes with mm-hmm. controlling the clock because um, that, that was the whole idea of this team at the start of the year was how strong this running back core was in addition to how incredible Jaden Daniels is on his feet. Um, so the change of pace that we've been talking about between Chip and Rashad um, was pretty evident uh, in that game against UCLA. It's so good to have him back, man. Yeah, so it is. so good to have Chip back. It is. And, you know, a big reason that the the running backs are seeing the success that they're seeing is because of the offensive line and what they've been Absolutely. doing. And the offensive line, I mean, can we for one moment just talk about the night and day difference of the offensive line that's, that, that ASU has yeah. now since Herm has come? Because when Todd Graham was still the head coach, that was a perpetual issue was the offensive line. I can't tell you how many times that caused problems for the team and also the fact that they just really struggled to recruit that area they shortcutted it a lot early on with juco transfers and then they never were really able to uh pick up the slack and the the guys that they did end up getting didn't develop in the way that they wanted them to develop um so i think that this is a huge thing as well but herm talked about the offensive line and a little bit about what coach kavanaugh has been able to do with them so let's see what he had to say at yesterday's press conference it's really a good group, a solid group of, of players. 
two transfers and, and two guys and three guys we recruited, right, that, that have been here. And it's kind of fun to watch them work. Coach Cab has done a really nice job with them. I mean, he really has. And they bought in the way he, you know, it's when you get a change at a, from from one coach to another coach, um, it, it's always this, you know, how is he going to be? How is he going to deal with the guys, right? And that's a that's a funny group in offensive line. They just they just they don't say a lot. They just kind of just kind of move around, you know. And it's, they're a funny lot, um, but do a really good job of. of and protection, and this was a tough game for them because of what UCLA brings. You know, they bring a lot of pressure, and they really had to hone in on that, and, and they did a nice job for Jaden. And then can't say enough about us being able to run the ball with those guys. We made some hate running the ball around here, and those guys know it. They take a lot of pride in that, and so it's a, it's a good unit. It really is fun to watch. Yeah, it, I, I just... Uh... I just love Herm giving credit to the big guys. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's something that's really undervalued. I mean, the most upsetting, one of the most upsetting things to, when you watch your your football team, whether it be NFL or college, is when, you know, there's defensive or offensive struggles. But I think the most upsetting unit to be that is a bad offensive line because um, you just can't get things going. I have had people argue with me over this before and try to tell me that having a good quarterback is 100% the most important, like, position on the team and I will argue against that and say it's the offensive line that you have to have because you can have a shitty or a mediocre quarterback who can still get the ball into a good receiver's hands um but y- y- they can't do anything if they don't have the time from the offensive line you also won't be able to utilize the ground game if your offensive line can't create the holes I think the entire key to everything in terms of your offensive success is it goes through the offensive yeah, line. I mean, so we, we, I think that is the hands down most critical position on the field. So, and I agree with you. It is nice to see them give the offensive line guys some love because they, you never hear them really talk about the O-line or the D-line unless they're doing something bad. Unless they get a penalty, there is never anything really said about them or unless it's like a big play that they make. But those guys actually are out there allowing plays to like stop. Well, if it's defense, they're stopping plays. If it's if it's offense, they're allowing plays to happen. Um and they don't get the credit necessarily that they deserve. It's always the running back who ran for 65 yards and got that touchdown, not the O-line who blocked or, you know, a, a case hatch block that, like, set up a lane for him yeah. to go take it in. So, the, Well, the offensive line is such a – it's not a glorified position, you know. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's big it's dudes not. battling it's the trenches. It's nitty-gritty. And, yeah. yeah. And, and to your point with a bad quarterback, I mean, you saw the Rams do it for so long with Jared Goff. He's not a great quarterback, but they had a great offensive line and a, obviously great offensive coordinator um, and great head coach in Sean McVay. Um, but you can make quarterbacks look good. Kyle Shanahan's been doing it for years with the Niners. Um, but, yeah, a, a good offensive line is – the heart and soul of a team um skill players is where you can make that leap and difference but uh it's it's really refreshing to see an asu team with a good offensive line and people that want to block i mean the receivers block Mm -hmm. lb bunkley shelton is uh wants to get into it i mean obviously you see case hatch and we've been utilizing the tight ends more which i think also is really essential to getting the offense going um that was something that asu really had strayed away from in years past and they're finally starting to get back to using it and it's something you love to see because the teams that have had the most success normally are teams that really you find some way for the tight end to be utilized. I mean, you you look at what Gronk did during his time with the Patriots and, as a tight end, and I mean, he was very banged up from his time and from everything that but, he put yeah, his body because, through with blocking. Yeah, exactly. But 
Um, he's one of like honestly, you got to say if you think of a tight end in recent years uh, who's just explosive, dynamic, fun. Uh, he he's like the first person who comes to well, mind. Th- that word dynamic. He he does everything. You know, he's he's a he's a great blocker, and obviously, you know what he can do in the receiving game. Uh, that's that's what the NFL is kind of straying away from. Is that is that typical? You know, tight end, that great iron tight end that only blocks and can sometimes catch pass. You don't see a lot of those, but when you have a guy. Like it, it's funny in a lot of the scouting reports for these talented college tight ends, it's it's always like a surprise or a plus. Oh, he can block too. That's I mean that's that's that a core be a requirement, part, but they, core part they of the really decision, strayed from that. Sure. So I mean, you see people built like uh, Curtis Hodges. He's he's yeah. super tall, but he doesn't have a lot of meat on him. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's strange um, the way the game has kind of changed. But uh, I'm I'm very confident uh, when. You know, Jaden uh, is in the pocket right now, at least. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of pressure. There wasn't a lot of he pressure in the UCLA looks game. looks like he's starting to get a little bit more confident with the O-line. And, like, they're finally sure. starting to figure out whatever the wasn't trust. clicking with them before. There was just – and I don't know if it was trust. It just seemed like there was some little, like, if you had a recipe and you were making something and you tasted it, you'd be like, eh, it's not bad, but, like, it needs something. Yeah. And that was what it was, like whatever spice season. Yeah, sugar. It's, it's a subconscious trust, though, when you're in the pocket as a quarterback, even if they don't realize it. Um, you, you want to have this a feeling every time you, the, the ball is snapped that you're not going to get hit on, on the blind side or like somebody's not going to break through. And I think that Jaden, whether he's realized it or not, has kind of built that um, over the first four or five games. So uh, it, it, it's exciting to see um, an ASU team like that, that has an offensive line that you can depend on. Yeah, it, it is a nice change. It's a very nice change. Uh, Coach Kavanaugh, like Herm, said really did do a good job when he came in here with the guys um but also as herm said they are a very odd group of individuals i don't know if you've ever gone to a football practice and done an interview with any of them afterwards they're very like big guys but a lot of them are super soft-spoken and don't have much to say um it's funny the different personalities of a football team and like what normally groups with what kind of player Mm -hmm. so um you know, there's a lot, but th- this this game against Stanford is going to be crucial for them. I think that the offensive line, uh, you know, Stanford is has quite a few injuries, as we had talked about. Um, you know, their defense does not have much depth. Um, the team really doesn't have much depth in terms of their roster outside of their starters and their secondary, and then they're banged up. So I mean, they're, they they're very thin. Um, but ASU can't hang their hat on that. They still have to come in and play with the same mentality that they played with at UCLA, that this is going to be another defining game. Um, Let's put up everything. or shut up for this guy. I mean, it's ASU's game to lose, for sure. I, I'm going to check the odds on DraftKings Sportsbook, which download that and use that code PHNX. But it, it, it's, it, it really is ASU's game to lose, and that's what it feels like, especially coming into Tempe on a Friday night. The Maroon the jerseys. Like Friday, like, Friday games are weird. I don't. I don't like Friday collegiate football games personally. I think Friday should be reserved for high school games. I think um, those boys work hard enough to get their moment to shine under the Friday night lights. They don't need to be outshined by college. And the guys that are in college have worked hard enough to play on a Saturday that they don't need to play on a Friday. So I'm not necessarily a fan of that. Um, But I am looking forward to the Maroon Monsoon. I always like when they bring that game um, into the schedule or when they implement it. I think that's a fun one, and so is the blackout. I sometimes wish that they had more themes than just maroon, gold, and black. Um, 
We've been pampered, though, this year with the jerseys, I think. Oh, we have. We have. But I mean for the students to get into. You know into. we didn't talk about? How good that white and pearlescent helmet looked under the Ooh, lights. Oh, it did. Okay. It looked so beautiful. Oh, I think they so ble- I believe they called it the, uh, what was white it? Ice. Desert Sunset over White Ice. Oh, that sounds like a really, really good. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that, it looked beautiful on the field. That sounds like a really, beautiful. really good drink. Right. When you get a bar. Can I get the Desert Sunset over White Ice? I'm trying to get blacked out tonight. Uh, yeah, that would have to be like a requirement. <laughs> what would be in that? Um, something with uh something with coconut because of white, like coconut white ice flavored something. Um, oh, it'd be it'd be like a it'd be like a sex on the beach. Oh, with see, you said white ice, and I'm thinking something that's just like milk. <laughs> no, I don't know. White ice. I was just like Everclear. That'll hundred oh. percent get you gone. So the line on DraftKings Sportsbook is eleven. As who's favored by eleven points over under fifty one. Um, I don't know if I'm going to touch that. Just because, as we talked about, the covering of the spread with Herm, it's a little mm-hmm. shaky, but I don't know. I, they well, might. the other thing, I don't even want to say just the covering with Herm. Every, and this is something I've personally noticed with Stanford in the past couple of years because I used, used to do Lit with Brit segments um, on Twitter just we because can still do them, I was. You want. Well, no, and that's <laughs> the thing. I do, I just haven't gotten around to doing them yeah. again you've been you've, you've been uh you've been lucky enough not to have to uh, yeah we've so had a far. bunch of other stuff to, going on but um i used to do them as like a little daily thing and one of the things i used to do was like my pac-12 picks of the week for uh that and every single game in 2019 that they played in i was wrong for them every single one i could not pick them right because i i you would think one thing and then they would f- they're a team in my opinion that are so unpredictable they're a wild card they were like that two years ago and i think they're going to be like that for the, the rest of this year in general is just hard to pick though it is because Especially we all this year, the we all the see how the pac-12 just cannibalizes itself yes. it eats itself it doesn't care even that win against oregon when they were ranked what were they ranked from when asu beat them um seven, some, they were top five were they top five i think they were number six yeah yeah i think you're right number six even that win i was kind of like bittersweet to me because i was like great win like i'm fired up because asu won but at the same time it's like why do we have to beat oregon like I like I, I want the Pac-12 I representing in the CFP. I was happy that it was against. Okay, and here's why: because I think if if it's somebody who's more of a long, um, somebody who was a student more in the time the time that I was a student. So from 2011 to like 2015, they just absolutely whooped on ASU. I mean, there was a stretch there for 10 years. ASU hadn't won a game against Oregon. Yeah. That first game that they won was in 2017. I want to say, um, it had been like a, a, going on 11 years. I think since they had beat the Ducks so um, at this point in time ASU kind of was able to transition and become a proverbial thorn in their side yeah. of sorts so I was I was happy about it yeah and, it definitely wasn't sad and, it was just bittersweet I get the understanding of like oh well the Pac-12 needs to be represented like no let's not joke the Pac-12 is a goddamn garbage conference like oh, it's not going to be represented that's too far no it's serious it's a garbage conference and until until the whole entire conference and this comes down to every single school and their athletic director puts an actual effort in to spend the money on the programs the same amount of funding that gets put in at, in in schools in the, like in the SEC or in the Big 10 until the Pac-12 does the same thing for you know those yeah sports, i can see where you're going with that, um, yeah. it's not they're not they're not going to be a big yeah. a big deal it's well, just not the i don't know speaking of funding if you want some funding for your bank account use that DraftKings sportsbook app um, I, I bragged on it yesterday. I think yeah. I brag. I've been bragging to everybody. I'm kind of on a on my high horse right now. And then I was taken off that high horse with a lasso by Mr. Derek Carr himself last night. I looked 
awful with my predictions, but we're not going to go there. Um, so if you want to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and get in on the lose, I mean winning, not losing, uh, with me, then uh, download it. Use that code PHNX when you sign up. That's just one dollar on any NFL game this week, and if one point is scored in that game, which you know the last scoreless tie was in 1943, uh, mm-hmm. so I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, you get a hundred dollars in free bets if one point scored. Um, it's safe, it's secure, it's reliable, and you can take out and withdraw money whenever you want, which is a rare thing with these sportsbook apps, surprisingly. Some of them take like three to five business days, and it is, it's it's really frustrating um, because I'm like, give me more money now. I did good. Give me more money. Um, so if you want to get in on the action, download that app, use that code PHNX, get your $100 in free bets if one team that you bet on scores one point or more um, this weekend. Uh, so 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP new customers only eligibility restrictions apply see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details you know what else sucks hmm when you get pubes stuck in your mouth like dental floss <laughs> so that's why men should use the lawnmower 4.0 from manscaped because ladies don't want that so make sure you manscape if you go to manscaped.com right now and use our code phnx you'll get 20 percent off and free shipping on your order my mom listens to this show i don't care i know she does it's not like Come on, we all know that. At that this wasn't point, even in the read. <laughs> it's a transition. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody likes gross unkemptness. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> I can't stop. But that is the worst time for that. Stop that right now, Leah. Bad. Uh uh-uh. uh. Anyways, men, make sure you get your lawnmower. 4.0 for Also Manscaped. included is the weed whacker. <laughs> the nose and ear hair trimmer is here to whack your weeds and any goblins that come in the way. Yeah, trim your other hairs too. Yeah, that's it's not just for the nether regions. Gear 20% off and free shipping with code PHNX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use that code PHNX, slay your worst pubes, <laughs> and keep your dagger clean with manscaped.com. That was fucking horrendous and heinous. I hated that. <laughs> I love you, Manscaped. Though. I'm wearing your boxers right now. They're super comfortable and they're very breathable. Hey, Manscaped, I want ball deodorant to try out for women. So send it because I don't have balls. Let's talk ASU basketball. Can, now can I get it? Let's talk ASU basketball. Thanks, Leah. That was really good. Um, so the schedule, the most yeah. updated schedule dropped on their Twitter. Uh, can we pull that up? Um, I'm I'm just excited for some hoops, baby. It's going to be a good season. I'm looking forward to what they bring, the new intensity. This is a completely different team than the team we saw in years past. And even the team that was on the court last year, I mean, they've traded so many – or not traded, I'm sorry. So many of the players transferred. Um, I wish and, they were traded. Yeah. I, I wish we got something back. Sorry. I'm brain dead right now. <laughs> I'm a little distracted still from what I just blurted out on air. Anyways, um, yeah. So the ASU basketball schedule – I need to pull up the entire thing, but as we talked about last week, they're going to have the um, scrimmage. Yep, the is scrimmage that, is on that official now. It's been official for November first. The only cool. thing that wasn't official was the time. So gotcha. Doug Tamro gave me the thumbs up. I'm looking right now. Still doesn't have a time. Says to be determined. They were trying to work some stuff out without officially, but they released the entire schedule, and I'm super super excited about one game in particular. 
Um, and that's the game on December 9th against Grand Canyon. And I know that that sounds dumb. No. But there's a big reason. ASU had three players transfer there in the offseason. And also, I really think Grand Canyon fans are like little flies that I just well, want to swat and smash. Is there a time for that game yet? Because it might be past GCU's curfew. 7.30 p.m. <laughs> It's a Thursday. They're going to be cutting it close. Yeah, they might not be able to go out to Tempe and make it back in time. Well, I had a I had for a, lights out with their open door I policy. A, yeah, I had a tweet that went semi-viral when I was in college. It was uh, it said GCU girls only use Tinder to find parties at ASU, <laughs> and it's very true. You know that you can't be in a, a room with the opposite sex past a certain time at GCU. Yeah, you have to keep the door open too. That's fucking crazy. Couldn't be me. Imagine that. Could be me that went to GCU. Tayshawn Cherry you that gets someone of the opposite sex in your room. No, 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 no. I'm. <laughs> that was what I thought when I, you said I, couldn't I, be me. I, I was like, "What? You just don't pull chicks?" I know. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. You need to work on. You need to work on your cadence when you say stuff like that because 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 that felt like an attack. <laughs> it might have been a little bit of one to be honest. Um, it's okay. Look at my track record, man. Let, I've been okay, single for four years. Track I've been let's, single for four years. What are you talking about? I don't record, pull anybody. Speaking of track record, let's get on track. Um, Tayshawn Cherry, GCU. Yeah. Um, Jalen House. I think Jalen House ended up transferring to UNM. I think he was originally supposed to go there. I'll fact check that while you... Who was the third guy? Who was the third person? There was, I believe, one other person who went to... Oh, Holland Woods. Oh, yeah. Damn, man. I liked him. I liked him a lot. He was a Portland State, he I believe, used, first. He, I feel, I, so, who uses Arizona State as a stepping stone to go to Grand Canyon? That's just so weird Good. to say. Uh, it's so weird you know to who say. Do, you know who does that? You know who uses ASU as a stepping stone to go to GCU? Born again Christians. <laughs> I was like, Steve Patterson, because he used it as a pit stop? Yeah, Jalen House is at New Mexico. But yes, he he. That was a. Re- I originally did see the GCU thing. Yeah, so I'm excited about GCU. Um, I think that's a big game. Battle um, for Atlantis. Yeah, Baylor. that too. That Ooh. too. But the battle for Atlantis, I feel like, um, we've known like ASU plays in tournaments around that yeah. time. ASU and GCU have not faced off. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's why I'm like so stoked. Where about is this the game? game? This one's at ASU, so it's oh, at Desert Financial. Good. So I feel like it's going to be a lot of really, really good energy. And also, like, with this comes a whole new set of bragging rights and, like, an opportunity to bust some balls. And so I'm super excited about that because, you know, it's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Before we continue, actually, I want to get our question of the day out so yeah, we can respond to some comments but at the end of the show. So this is our question of the day. We're going to tweet it out right now. What is the worst mascot in college football? Um, Are we going to tweet it out right now? Because I don't know where my phone is to tweet. <laughs> I'll Hang tweet on. it out. Got it. Uh, you got it? Yeah. All right. Worst mascot in college football. Um, we have, I think, four or five prepared for the end of the show um, that we'll be discussing. Um, I think everybody knows what the number one is, but if you don't, we'll save that for the end. Uh, just kidding. We already said it. It's the Stanford mascot. It's fucking awful. It, <laughs> I just, I, I don't understand the really, I mean, there's a story. I don't care to read it. About why it's a fucking tree, but at the end of the day, it's a tree. It's a person in a tree costume. You know, be cool if you dressed a tree up as a person. What? I don't know, but that, I'm just thinking about that. Would that. look like a. It would look like a tree as a that person. That would be a tree with clothes on it. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I feel like that's essentially what they have. They just need to put a cloak on it. No, 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 a real tree. What if their mascot was a tree that was already planted inside of the stadium? I think that would actually that would be, be less so st- stupid than the so tree cool. that they have now. That would be so cool if you put little 
googly eyes on a planted tree and it would be real. <laughs> what? What am I tweeting again? What is the stupidest college mascot? What's the worst college mascot? The, the worst mascot in college football. Um, I'm like, I need to know how to properly word this. Yeah. Um, the woman's schedule for ASU basketball hasn't fully dropped, uh-uh. right? Um, Not that I've seen. They're starting off against Northern Colorado on November 9th and Minnesota on November 12th. Um, so that's exciting. Um, we love some good uh, Charlie Turner Thorne action mm-hmm. coming back to the bank desert financial well it's, it's not it's not the bank anymore is it it's it's the what would you even call it the the, the financial center the fiscally responsible arena the fin i'm at the fin <laughs> um but yeah the uh finsta because <laughs> we're all fakes here we no, talked more in depth on asu hoops on what what show is that what uh thursday's show uh it was friday, one of our audio thursday episodes. friday Thursday, because it was an audio episode. Okay, Thursday. Thursday. Um, so if you didn't check that out, check that out from Thursday, audio only, um, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you haven't left a review, I'd suggest you do so. Um, before I go to bed at night, I read reviews that I have gotten, and I just smile. I, I put Wait, my, we get reviews? On, on Apple Podcasts. Oh, sh- uh, I, I, I put my blanket over my head. You know, in those those movie scenes when a kid's supposed to be in bed, but he's playing on his Game Boy, and you can see the light flashing through his um, through his uh, covers. That's me, like underneath my bed, and looking at Apple Podcasts, going, mm, "Thank you, blah blah blah, for the review." <laughs> uh, when I still worked at a restaurant, I used to read Yelp reviews before I'd go to sleep and see if I could find people that I knew were like talking shit or somebody that was a table of mine but i never had that every time i found somebody that would talk about me it was always something like that was nice except one person wrote that i was on coke but i was not you're just insane yeah i'm just yeah if you've met (laughs) me i'm literally just batshit crazy loud and always speaking of batshit crazy let's talk about golf yeah, it's a but crazy I sport. I yeah, that was okay. Oh, speaking of golf, uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka will face off in um, the match four, I think it is now, or five. I think it's four on November 26th. Uh, two golfers in the PGA who have talked shit to each other, which is hilarious because it's golf and that's very rare that it happens. Um, so that's very exciting. I'm fired up for that. Um, but let's talk ASU golf. Um, two day competition. At the Barbara Nicholas Cup in Ohio. They're finishing it up today, I believe. They right? are. And I'm trying to look because I didn't see anything. Um, they didn't post it takes, anything. It takes a while for the um, results. But they don't have any results from day one up yet either. Um, but yeah, it's a two-day competition. So both men's and women's golf is competing in that. And it's wrapping up today. They'll be off for about another week and a half before they take off on the road once again. So um, yeah, it's going to be a big, big match for them tournament whatever you want to call it uh cup invitational <laughs> event <laughs> that was really good match uh, so gathering putt putt i'm out i don't know anything <laughs> else i was trying but then I, I went blank i went blank um yeah so they have that going on but um asu hoops is something that um i really think is going to be a very big uh I think they're gonna have a big year. I think they do. They will too. And bounce back here. Their their season's a little bit different than some of the other fall sports because their starts a little bit sooner and it's a little bit longer. You know, you or I should say winter sports because then you have the other winter sports like wrestling and gymnastics where they're technically a winter sport, but they don't really start until January. So, um, you know, we get to see we get to start talking about 
some crossover stuff here really soon and I'm super excited yeah. when we actually have football and basketball going on at the end of the season at the same yeah. time. Um, it's going to be a little bit wild, but for Sun Devil fans, we are going to have a ton. Yeah, a bunch of content. Um, and a blast. Volleyball back mm-hmm. home Thursday. Yep, they are back home Washington on Thursday. Washington State and Washington. Yep, and then Thursday they host. Yep, they host Washington on Sunday. I believe Washington is ranked number eleven. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, so that's going to be a big test for them. Um, again, you know they've played in some of those tough games against ranked teams, taking them um, to that final match, but just haven't been able to get the job done. So hopefully they'll be able to get in that point where they're learning from some things earlier on in the season and making some adjustments and getting the change or making that change in the game that did you pulls have, out the win. Did you ever play volleyball like for fun with some friends? Yeah, I'm terrible. I love it. It's so fun. There used to be a volleyball court. Um, or there still is a volleyball court, but I used to live at um, the Colonial Grand in Old Town. And there My was, friend used to live there. It's an okay place. Um, good location. I could take golf carts home. Um, but there was a volleyball. There is. It's not past tense. It's still there. It's still there. You're not. There's a volleyball court there. Um, and our room was right on the the balcony, looked over the volleyball court. And peak quarantine, we'd bet on the games because there was no sports to bet on. <laughs> it was really fun. Um but yeah, volleyball is super fun to play. So uh, if you if anybody wants to play with me, um, I'm really bad, but I will play. Lee, I have you'll fun, play? but I'm bad. Did you just raise your hand? Okay, but Excuse Shane, me, you can't. Can I talk? Shane, though, you can't get mad at me like you did with beer pong because I suck. Oh my god, I'm getting mad now just thinking about it. Okay, hey, well, we if you, wait. If you need someone to like rage drink when you're pissed off and just get obliterated and black out. <laughs> I don't think I've ever needed that. Okay, well, that was what my specialty was. So, I didn't need a reason. I didn't have to play games to get drunk. I would just slam them. So, I was not I'm not a good drinking game person. I'm also not good at pacing myself. Um, so, you know what's really Sorry. You know, but I I might be a little bit better at volleyball if you give me a chance to get the stupid cast off my ankle. You know what's hard to do? Uh you know it's it's hard to pace yourself when you're on Go PHNX. Because you just want to consume all the content. You're like, give me it all. I want all the content. It's You're hard, like the cookie monster. It's hard to pace yourself in terms of like what shirt you think you want to buy next. Yeah. Because there's so many good ones. Like, I went I'm on a torn. shopping spree this morning. He did. He really did. It's, they're, they're so fun. I, I, I think I just wish my favorite like every week. I think my favorite now is the the all the logos that spell PHNX. Um you know, the different team <laughs> logos. Yeah. I love that one. I forget what it's called. I like the Suns one a lot. It just feel like it's like yeah, a it's classic. Yeah. I love it. If you want one of those shirts, um, you can buy a college shirt. Yeah. Right now for a deal of the week at gophnx.com or phnxlocker.com for the merch. If you buy a college shirt, you can get any other shirt for 50% off only at phnxlocker.com. Brittany, what are you working on for... <laughs> ASU and um, and any other content. So, uh, still working on the sleeping giant story for ASU. Um, this, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I think I bit off a little bit more than I could chew in a week. Uh, I'm trying to do this as a weekly series. This is something that if I want to actually portray the story that I want to portray, I need to put more time into it and I need those additional sources. So it's going to become a bi-weekly series. So we're going to push it out and extend it a little bit more so that way it's not quite as rushed. That's one of my favorite words, by the way. Bi-weekly. I like those compound words when it's like two bi-weekly. I don't know. I like bicentennial. Yeah, exactly. They're fun. I've always liked that word. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I'm working on that. Um, that will, the next one should be up, um, probably not for another week and a half or so. Mm -hmm. I just pushed the last one, um, over the weekend and right now I'm working on, um, some stuff for ASU football. That's a little bit more time sensitive and going up leading up into the Stanford game and we'll be having something for ASU basketball coming later in the week so and and Pac-12 picks of the week later this week so so if you want any of that good good content you want to join this community that is phnx go phnx go phnx.com that was nice bum, bum, bum. Um, go phnx.com you can get your first month for 50 cents if you just want to try it out or you can get a annual membership for 60 bucks um, and you get a free t-shirt. You should you just do, do the so. annual one. Yeah. Commit. Don't be a baby. Yeah. And join that, join that discord when you sign up. It's, uh, it's pretty fun in there. Um, I'm, I'm in there sometimes just like hanging out. I'm like, hello, anybody want to talk to me? And, and they're that, like, no, I've never gotten a no. I usually just get ghosted. Um, what's worse? Probably a no. Um, so let's go on to our question of the day. Um, yeah, what is the worst college football mascot? Um, I'm pretty passionate about this. Brittany, you're passionate about it in one way. Well, I agree with Chad Smith right here who said easy wildcat because I said that before the game or okay. before the show, but that's not the worst. Yeah. Um, I don't like it for its own different reasons. And you can, but I already fire shots at you today because, oh, hey, by the way, in case you didn't know, it's the two-year anniversary of the last time U of A also won a game today. That was against Colorado, by the way, on October 5th, 2019. Uh, Kevin Sumlin was still their coach then. We can go through a whole history lesson. But um, yeah, U of A, I just don't like their Wildcat mascot because it's stupid. I, but the worst is the stupid Stanford tree. It's so well, goddamn ugly. Hold I on. can't get over it. Hold on. Uh, I personally, obviously the Wildcats, eh, gross. Blah. But I like the idea of having two mascots that are madly in love. It's so fun. Ew. So we can get Sparky needs to pull himself a bitch. No, he doesn't. Sparky's a bachelor. Sparky yeah, lives on, actually, Sparky Sparky lives on the motherfucking Sparky's sun. not married because Sun Devils, we don't like commitment. Well, the, well the, Sparky also has no place to have a girl back at his house. They would explode. Uh, have you ever seen Sparky? He has like two bitches on his arms at all times if he's not like at the game. Like, no, seriously, check him out a devil ball. Well, we're not talking good. Check him out a devil's ball. We're not talking good mascots. We're talking bad mascots. So let's go to our first pick, which is obviously that's why, the Stanford That's why Wilbur's mascot. married, because he's gross and ugly. Speaking of gross and ugly, holy this hell. This thing is gross and ugly. What the fuck were that they That looks thinking? like they went and picked things up off of the homeless encampments in the streets of San Francisco and slapped them on some PVC pipe and made it into a mascot. That was really accurate. That is so goddamn ugly. Like, what? what is that? Th like, that is like a Christmas tree of your nightmares. It looks like if you took, like, some sort of, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I you took already had a good analogy or something. You already like, had a good like analogy. We don't need to try another and, one. like, was tripping and hallucinating and I, like, ran across this, this thing on the street, so I would be so this to me, out of my mind. This, to me, screams Stanford because it feels like that when you know like when you're listening to like if some you have a pretentious you ever have a pretentious friend that's like ooh, listen to this song and it's just like bings and bongs and you're like well they're like no it's experimental like this is what it looks like to me like like stanford's just like hoity-toity like ooh, if i have friends that say that to me and the song sucks i just am like no dude this song sucks you're not changing my mind they're like ooh, let's make a let's make a tree that's that's out there and experimental and then they get this and you're just like what the why so I think that's number one. I think that is the worst mascot in college football. Um, it's just it's it's gross. It 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 reminds me 
of exactly what you said. It looks like it something was bad. picked up off the street. And in their game against Oregon over the weekend, it looked like Christmas. It looked like a really ugly Christmas theme on the field with green and red, and it's terrible. And then on top of that, you have a stupid, ugly tree on the side that looks like it's a Charlie Brown Christmas tree missing a bunch of branches, like as icing on the cake. Yeah, I, I, Worst mascot. If they If they committed to changing the tree every year, like in a completely different way, because sometimes they go from like, "Ooh, it's like, a Douglas fir," to like, "Ooh, it's a different type of fir." I'm like, "What the? Who cares?" I don't know. Here's the thing: I hate the, the weeping most about willow Car- one was terrifying. I though. hate the most about Stanford is that they're like, "Oh, like go cardinal," and like it's a plural but singular type of thing it's because Stanford. they're talking about their color, but it's like we're gonna insult you yeah. when it, we're cheering for exactly. our team because it's you're Stanford. too stupid to even get it. Exactly. Like I just don't. <laughs> Nothing. I I don't like anything about Stanford. It just drives me insane. Well, let's go to something terrifying. This is just utterly scary. Um, Purdue Pete. This was recommended by a a viewer. Um, This is like the toy that like would wake you up. Like if Toy Story came to life. His eyes are terrifying. They've seen some crazy shit. Like I, I don't know. Like he's seen some. Th- he got yeah. PTSD. I don't know what Purdue Pete saw in his past life, but it was nothing good. Purdue Pete saw a lot of really shitty football, and his eyes are forever stuck like that. Yeah, very <laughs> true. Um, I just don't like him. I think he's mean, and he probably uh, listens to Nickelback unironically. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we we Ew. talked about this. That was just my first. They're just so punchable. I'm sorry, Nickelback. I don't I don't dislike you that much. I'm not a fan. I don't know why I just waved to them. I know. Um, um, all right, next one. What's our next one? Oh, my God. Okay. His name is the Blue Blob, and Xavier's mascot is a musketeer, I think. But for some reason... It looks like a blue Elmo. It's literally just a blob of blue. I don't I know what like the story is. I feel like his voice would be like... Ah! It's, I hate it. I hate it so much. Like, he doesn't have a name. I don't think... Like, it's like a reject child that they didn't want to name. It's just like, look at the blue blob. And then he comes out, he's like, Ooh, I'm the blue blob. Yeah, I, hate I can him. see that. I hate I him a lot. That. I hate him a lot. Um, next one. Um, this this is something that I'm pretty passionate about. So everyone likes the leprechaun from Notre Dame because it's classic, blah, 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 whatever. But it's literally just a person in a costume. It's not a mascot. They should have the hunchbacks. I mean, I guess mascots are just people in costumes. But this is like, it's it's a person dressing up like a leprechaun and it's just in it it's not like a like if it was a cartoon mascot like sure but it's a it's just a dude like oh shashite they're after me lucky charms like i don't want to see that on the sidelines i just yeah eh. i'm not a big fan i don't really like notre dame very much to begin with so yeah. but like i said they should be the hunchbacks yeah 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 <laughs> it's more ca- fitting it'd be kind of fun speaking of hunchbacks they are their team is on a downward slope. Their football team. I had, I was not a big fan of them to start this season, and I just I don't think they I just don't think they are gonna win many more games. Um, even though I don't I don't know if they fell out of the top twenty five. College football is wild how it changes from year to year, especially this year. This year's just yeah. Well, this bizarre. year I feel like no, everything is still kind of you still have a lot of shit that's uh, being impacted by the. Mm-hmm. The, the the virus yeah. really wreaking havoc last year so a lot of stuff still is just weird i feel like we're not going to be back into um a full stride really until next year yeah. in terms of things being normal well let's 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 transition to a better football team with a really bad mascot in my opinion this is another classic the ohio state buckeye he's just fucking terrifying this thing looks like a monkey it's, it just looks like a stupid monkey in a uniform it's it's I don't know. I just I, I've never liked. What him. even is a buckeye? I think it's a type of 
It's, it's something that grows on a tree. Let me look. I thought it, okay. I thought those were like candies. No, those are bullseyes. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, but this thing looks a like nut? a monkey. Yeah, it's a pl- it's a plant. Ew. What? Okay, that's a really, really, really stupid mascot. Like even a squirrel would be a st- less stupid mascot than that. Yeah, that's dumb. I'm an avocado, avocado, avocado seed. I can't say that. I just stuttered like twelve times. What the hell was wrong with me? I'm broken. Um, do we have any other comments on bad mascots? Trying to think. There's no. I mean, from the question of the day. No, no one no. else commented. Um, that I saw at least. No, just, just Chad's Chad Smith with his wildcat comment. Well, if anybody has any other recommendations for bad mascots, let us know in the chat. Um, before we get out of here, Brittany, do you have anything else to add? Um, to the show. Um, you know, it's going to be a big game, a big test for ASU football against Stanford. We're going to be breaking it down more for you on Thursday, uh, going live leading up to the game, have a little bit more for you on ASU basketball. Um, you know, this is going to be, like we said, a critical game for the Sun Devils because at this point in time going into this game, um, both teams are on the upswing. Both teams are currently the favorite to win their division in the pack. And um, also a significant factor, I also want to announce this, Utah, the game was just announced, is also, I believe, going to be on ESPN. So that will make um, six out of ASU seven games at that point in the season all on major networks. So I feel like that's also Mm -hmm. a huge deal when you look at what they've been able to accomplish at up to this point in the year and should they be able to keep having this success. So this, what they do again is going to be critical in them getting their name out there more. So this, this, um, this is a big game, and Herm said he likes to treat every game like it's a big game, which is the mentality they went into UCLA with. So, again, let's hope they carry that same mentality that they brought with them into the Rose Bowl back with them to Tempe because they were quite the team over there. Yeah, I don't think that um, they're the favorite to win the Pac-12 North. Um, Oregon State's still undefeated 2-0, and Oregon probably has that, but they do control their own destiny. What are you talking about, Oregon Oh, sorry, Oregon State. I thought you said Oregon was being undefeated. No, no, Oregon State. So I was I'm, like, Oregon yeah. just lost to Stanford. Yeah, yeah no. So I, I, they they have, they have a loss, um, but... But they're it, looking as if they might be the team to beat yeah, in the Pac-12 yeah, North they, with that win they over Oregon their, they, already. They control their own destiny. So, yeah, so yeah. this is going to be a good game. Um, you know, uh, they're expecting a lot of NFL scouts to be in attendance at this game. Um, so I know it's a Friday game, but you're going to make, want to make sure you try to, uh, catch as much of this game as you can. Yeah. We'll be back on Thursday live audio episode tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, around the same time that we'll be dropping. Follow us on all social media at PHNX underscore sports. Follow the Sun Devil Twitter at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Subscribe to our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, leave a like, subscribe to the YouTube channel and have a good day. Peace. Bye.